Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from at the moment. I want to welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Maka, for this amazing opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. God bless you, ma. Esteemed family, Oh, glory to God. Thank you for being part of today's intercessory prayer. And right away, we are going to be praying for nations of the world. Esteemed family, today, the 2nd of July, 2023, we are interceding earnestly for the well-being of all nations. We're going to decree and declare that nations of the world are delivered from the grabs of wicked and unreasonable leaders, that every deception against nations of the world are brought down and nullified. We're going to decree and declare today that men and women whose hearts, empathy, humanity has been given up to Satan and Mammon and their cohorts of darkness are taken out of nations. We're going to declare that the ruthless mismanagement of resources and funds by leaders of nations are cut off today that every hardship upon the people that they are cut off today in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're going to proclaim today that nations of the world are blessed with leaders and masses who are accountable to the system of the nation, who are accountable, who are just, who are through, who protects and cares for each other. In the matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ, esteemed family, we're going to be praying using the scripture in Joel 2, 17 to 21. And the Bible says, tell my servants, the priests, to cry inside the temple and to offer this prayer near the altar. Save your people, Lord God. Don't let our leaders make jokes about us. Don't let them laugh and ask, where is your God? The Lord was deeply concerned about his land and had, and had pity on his people. In answer to their prayers, he said, I will give you enough grain, wine, and olive oil to satisfy your needs. No longer will I let you be insulted by your leaders. An army attacked from the north, but I will chase it into a scorching desert. There it will rot and stink from the Dead Sea to the Mediterranean. The Lord works wonder and does great things. So tell my people to celebrate. Esteemed family, kindly unmute your mic and begin to pray for nations of the world, making these declarations. Just as we have read, Mako Zalavo Shirivasunti and Talibaro Stikibaya, Yarabasunti, Yarabasunti, 
Rabada, <laughs> 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, the nations of the earth, hallelujah. You are delivered from the grasp of the wicked and unreasonable leaders, men, whose heart is the void of empathy for humanity. Those who are giving themselves up to walk wickedness, evil of God. Being influenced by mammon and the devils of darkness. Yes, hallelujah. Pieces in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lekobon Gredigaba Basuta Kabaya. Lekobon Sofre Negonda Pradisa Atakabaya. Yes, we put an end to the mismanagement of resources and funds by the leaders of the nations. Likobrodo Frakidosta. Ikomatozi ni makatila mahande. Ekunemon Bregido Brodo Prodo Kostegi Bahala. Vila Korea Tongre Tisa Tazapena Brade. Lokobo Shanta Kabaya. We say never again. 
never again to the hardship of God. And the unbearable living conditions that people have had to live. Never again. The leaders are held accountable. The citizens are held accountable. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the systems of government are just through accountable. Protects and cares for the people. Subject of God, to the mammons, an agency of the wicked, an unreasonable one of God. They are no longer influenced by the devils of darkness of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the Lord Jesus Christ is governor over the nations, governor over the nations, over the different facets of government, governor over the leaders, and they are subject to the will, to the decisions, to the plans, to the purposes of God, of the Lord, in the different nations, in the Fradesco Palabadishka, oh Makasum Redigabaya. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Linda Sunta Alimanda Kabaya, Malikum Radista Akabaya, Ye Kabala Rabasataya. They are subject to your reign and your doom. God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. You are welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so very much for joining in in this segment of intercessory prayers for the nations of the earth, causing changes in the nations, changing situations and circumstances, changing the living conditions and the economic situations of the nations. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so very much, esteemed sister Kelvin Aries. Thank you so much to the prayer team. Thank you, esteemed sister Maka, for the opportunity to take this segment. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Right away, we're going into the session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, esteemed sister Mutinta. Thank you so much, everyone, to have a beautiful Sunday ahead. God bless you. Lord in your majesty, where I triumphantly the scepter of righteousness. Esteemed Sister Mutinta, please disconnect the earpiece if you are using an earpiece. There's a lot of noise on your background. 
thank you for Lord, in your majesty, where I triumphantly the scepter of your righteousness, the scepter of your kingdom, you sit above the cherubims, the winds of your glory cover the heavens, your glory fill the air. With the mighty works of your power, we sing forth your honor, Lord, and the glory of your name. Sit upon your holy throne, you reign from everlasting. Most excellent are your works and precedented are your works. We're grateful for all you've done by your mighty name, O oh Lord. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. You sit above the cherubim, alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. You sit upon your holy throne, alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Holy is your mighty name, alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Holy, righteous, faithful, blessed is your mighty name. Hallelujah. Lord, in your majesty, where I triumphantly. The scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You sit above the cherubims, the winds of your glory cover the heavens. Your glory fills the air. With your mighty works of your name, we sing forth your honor, Lord, and the glory of your name. You sit upon your holy throne, and you reign from everlasting. Most excellent are your works and precedented are your works. We're grateful for all you've done by your mighty name, O oh Lord. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. 
Sit above the cherubim. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Sit upon your holy throne. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy is your mighty name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy. Righteous, faithful, blessed is your mind. Malinta Kalisa Kosha, Fayanda Lakapadish, the Grand Dependent. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed is your holy name. Blessed are you from generation to generation. Everyone in the whole world. Honors your name. You are God, and there is none like you. None compares to you. None equals to you. You remain God of heaven and earth. God of every creature, of every people, of every tribe, of every land. Thank you, Father for the privilege to serve you, to know you, to be loved by you, to pray to you and have answers, to have your life in us so that we become partakers of the very essence of your personality. Father, thank you for the second half of the year all that would live out this life to the full and amass an ending stream of miracles on a daily basis. Thank you for the gifts of your Holy Spirit sent to go through life's journey with us, helping us, strengthening us, advocating for us, teaching us, counseling us, comforting us. Oh, you are more than words can tell, more than we can express gratitude for. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're grateful, Lord, in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. It's Sunday. Happy Sunday. Wherever you are in the world, Today is the 2nd of July, 2023, and I'm excited to be fellowshipping with you. 1 John 4, verse 8 to 9 is the opening text in the Rhapsody of Realities today titled, Love, the Righteousness of God at Work. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God towards us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. That we might live through him. You know that last line, it says a lot, even though that's not the focus of today's devotion. 
that we might live through him. The life that you live, that is not lived through the Lord Jesus, through that, that is by the person of the Holy Spirit that is in you, is worthless. The only life that God recognizes is the one that is lived through the Lord Jesus Christ. That is why you find that everything that you do for God must be sanctified by the Holy Spirit for it to be acceptable unto God. If you don't do it by the Spirit, it is not acceptable. The Bible says God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. He said in spirit, that is by the person of the Holy Spirit, through the person of the Holy Spirit. That's what he said. He, that's what he means here when he says that we might live through him. Then through, of course, is him because he's the word. Praise God. When we talk about the love of God, it's actually the demonstration of the righteousness of God. The love of God is the righteousness of God at work. Why does God love it's because of his righteousness. Our opening text says God is love. He is love because it is righteous to love. You see that it is righteous to love. To love is righteous. You know, when he says that, and what Abraham did was counted unto him for righteousness. He said, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Every time that you express love, it is counted unto you for righteousness. If there's no object of love, love can't be expressed. Moreover, you can all only express love to a being that can receive and reciprocate love. So the righteousness of God causes the nature of love to emanate from him and be expressed from him. Love is inactive. Love that is inactive is not love. <laughs> If you know what just came to my mind, all those husbands that we say, I love my wife, I love my wife, she knows I love her. Is your love active? There's a love that is inactive, is not love. She says she's she says she's not sure whether you love her. You say, eh, 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 I love her, I love her, I love her, I love her. Ah. It's like your love is not active. If your love is active, she will not be wondering whether you still love her. Tell her that you love her, you say you will not talk. You say she knows I love her. Okay. Love that is inactive is not love. Let your love be active. Let your actions show that you love. That's what that word is saying. He said your love will be felt by your actions. Remember John 3, 16, say for God so loved that he gave. There was an action that was expressed as a result of the love. Maybe you don't used to give things to your wife very well. That's why she's not sure whether you love her. Let your love be active. Don't worry. She will not doubt the love. Wherever the righteousness of God is in manifestation, the love of God is experienced. Therefore, when you see a brother or a sister who's not walking in love, it's because they don't understand the righteousness of God. And because they don't understand it, they are not living in it. Praise God. Their problem begins with their very relationship with God, not even with the person or the people they have trouble with. Hmm. 
I think this takes us back to 30 days of supernatural blessings. Their problem begins with their very relationship with God, not even with the person or the people they have trouble with. Your relationship with God is what would tell in your relationship with people. The more you know the Lord, the more you understand his righteousness and the more his love is reflect, reflected back to you and from you. Remember what he did in Christ Jesus. He made you the righteousness of God. You are the expression of his righteousness. If that's true, how can you not walk in love? Should I allow you to answer the question? Sister Makada, my friend, you don't know what she did to me. Me, I cannot love her. I cannot love her. Beg, I beg. I've moved on with my love. If that is true, how can you not walk in love? God is love. In other words, that's who he is. That's his nature. The same is true of righteousness. God is righteous. That's his nature. So when we teach people about walking in love, that's really for the babes in Christ. Ah, you haven't matured in Christ until you are really walking in love. And you will not walk in love until you understand and live in the righteousness of God. That might take you back to the message, Understanding Righteousness. It's a 12 series part, right? Is it 12 series or 13, 13, 13, of, 13 of them? Brothers and sisters. Today's rhapsody is saying that if we have to be talking to you about walking in love, if we have to be talking to you about forgiveness, if we have to be talking to you about not having resentment, um, not um, about dealing with hatred, about anger, about um, bitterness, see, you are a babe in Christ. You are a babe. You are like that, your two-year-old son. I think the son is even better self. Because I think children even are easy, easily walk in love. If you if if you offend a child, the next five minutes the child is playing with you. So this babe is not even the one of a child. Is a is a is a. You know, there's nephews and there's breakfast. Breakfast is the one that is like a two-year-old son. You know, that is still learning to do things. Nephews is the one that does not know who he is at all. Walking in love is a choice because you have the ability to. He told us, he said, love is the nature of God. Righteousness is the nature of God. Something that is nature for you. You just do it normally. So if you're struggling with walking in love, you're not expressing the nature of God that is in you. Because you have the ability to. What will somebody do to you that you went about talking about the person, talking about the person to everybody that cares to hear? Then all the secrets that this person told you in confidence, you have now told everybody just because you are angry with the person or just because the person offended you. Ah, that's so terrible. And maybe I should say this here, brothers and sisters, hmm? 
I pray you get it and you'd understand it. Resist the urge to want to tell people the history of your life. Listen to me very well. Resist the urge to want to tell people that you meet the whole story of your life. Because what I'm talking, what I'm talking now is for very mature minds, and I pray that you get it. Dear Holy Spirit, help me communicate this rightly. You know, you meet somebody, right? Um, one of the places people do it a lot is in relationships. You meet a guy, you meet a new lady, or you meet a new guy, and you're getting to know each other, and you want to tell the guy every single thing that has gone through in your life. As what now? Is he a historian? You don't even know this person well enough. You people just met one week ago. You have told him all the story of your life. Then the day that you people have issues, He uses it to insult you. He uses it to tell his friend, that one, I beg leave her, she has slept with different men. I beg leave her, she's like this, she's like that. The same thing for the guys. You want to tell the lady everything that has happened in your life. Is the person God? Is the person okay? The information is for what? For the person to decide whether they will they will love you or not to love you, or for the person to decide whether um you are okay or you are not okay. I I, I don't get it because the, that's one area. Then the second area is you are looking for counseling. I understand that in certain cases, you want to give a background history of a matter so that the person you are talking to can understand what you are conversing about and can guide you properly. But you see, eh, even the mindset behind the seeking of many of those counseling is wrong. And you see, and inspired by the word, brothers and sisters, I will tell you the truth. I will tell you the truth. Many of you are looking for a man, a personality that only God can be to you. You want to tell man all your problem. Man cannot solve it. It is God that can solve it. Project a message a day you will not do. So you are looking for counseling and then you are looking for, last month you did the same thing. Last week you did the same thing. Last two weeks you did the same thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's not okay to reach out for counseling where you need it. But many of you, in the hope to get counseling, you have told people things. You have told people things that you should not have told them. They did, oh God, help these people understand what I'm saying. Because sometimes you don't even know the caliber of person you are dealing with. Sometimes the leader you are talking to does not have the discipline to keep your secrets to himself or to herself. 
then those things that you told that person, before you know it, it is public notice. You told the person in confidence. Your gist is now everywhere. Be led by the Spirit. I think I should end it with that. Be led by the Spirit to know what to say and what not to say. To know who to talk to and who not to talk to. And let me say this, brothers and sisters, that I bring people to Inspired by the Word to host different um, segments of the activities that we do. And I say this with due respect for all the people in Inspired by the Word, whether co-hosts, project managers, accountability partners that have, that have handled different things in Inspired by the Word, that I bring them, bring them here and assign different responsibilities to them. Does not, it, I, I didn't, it's not an endorsement to, let me just tell you people, it's not an endorsement for you to go and be telling, you know, oh dear Holy Spirit, communicate this thing to these people so that they would understand what I'm saying. There are some things I cannot say to you. Many of you who have reached out to me, I, I'm sure you've observed that when, when you are talking to me, I don't, I'm not interested in the story of your past. I'm interested in what you want to move on in your relationship with God and in your purpose in life. I want you to be all that God wants you to be. I don't care where you are coming from. I really don't care. You say, I'm looking for a listening ear. Do you know who the Holy Spirit is? Ah, ah, shalakosakataya. Do you know who the Holy Spirit is? Do you know what he can do for you? Brothers and sisters, there is no matter. There is no matter that I've discussed the same way you, you sit on that phone and you are talking to this person 30 minutes and telling the person the story of your life. How about you sit in your room, sit on your bed? If you want to cry, cry and say, dear Holy Spirit, this is how my life has been. I'm not happy about it. The Bible tells me that you were sent to be my helper. I want a change in my life. And when you are done talking, you speak in other tongues and you prophesy that there is a change. It will do you a better, it will do you more good than all those 20 people in the last one year that you have been spending time reporting all the story of your life to. Tomorrow you say you met the person and inspired by the word and the person offended you. Be led by the spirit of God. Be led by the spirit of God. I'm someone who believes a lot in people and I give people opportunity, but it is not an endorsement. So if you like, eh, be jumping from co-host to co-host and telling all of them the story of your life. I'm sure some of you do not expect I will say things like this. Be led by the spirit of God. Know what to say and know what not to say. The guy you met just last week, you have told him about all the men that you have been with. He has not, he's not marrying you. You people have not gotten to know each other, but you, he has all the story of your life. And what happens with most of you ladies, you find that this guy ends up playing out the same script with the other guys because you told him how all the other guys slept with you. So why should he not sleep with you too? Oh, dear Lord God. I hope they understand. I hope they do. I hope you all understand. 
These are things I will not talk about in a normal devotion, but I'm led to talk about it. Resist the urge to make people your Holy Ghost. Resist the urge to make people your God. Because I've had to deal with matters where somebody has, has, has related to another person things that, let, let, me, let me tell you, do you know that? Pastor Deborah, Pastor Inye have been with me for long. I was their cell leader before they ever became cell leaders. They are witnesses to the fact, I, I think I've probably experienced that with Pastor Deborah. She can be a witness. There are things you'll be telling me. I will stop you in your conversation. And I will ask you, okay, this thing you are telling me, have you discussed it with the person? This person you are reporting to me or this person's story that you are telling me. Have you had the conversation with the person? What did you do about the matter? Don't come and gossip somebody with me. You may not see it as gossip, but I consider it as gossip. Because as I'm hearing you, I'm thinking, this person that told you these things, told you in confidence, how did it come to the point where you are telling Sister Maka? Even the accountability partners, I want them from their orientation meeting. I say you cannot sell out your partner. Don't even do it with me. Learn to cover for the brother. Learn to cover up for a sister. Don't be a gossip. Don't be a storyteller. A tales bearer. Because me that I'm hearing you, I'm now thinking, let me come tell you something. Let me say, you carry my matter, go tell another person now. Let me just tell you, brothers and sisters. Anybody that comes to gossip somebody's matter with you is gossiping your matter with somebody else. You see, forget the person's office. And I say that with all humility and respect. Anybody that can bring themselves down so low because it takes, it, uh, you don't know how, how see, in the realm of the spirit, you are so low to, to gossip. You will be reading the book of Proverbs. You see what Proverbs talks about gossip. It says the wise man, when he hears the tales, he dies with him. He kills it. That's the end. Somebody else will not hear it. I have co-hosts that I'll be investigating a matter. I will have to beg them to give me details. They say, ah, Sister Maka, this person told me this thing in confidence. And this matter I'm asking because I need to take an action. Because I'm investigating a matter that needs to be dealt with. And then I will have to tell, I say, please, okay, go and tell the person that I, I need the information. Go and ask permission from the person. Give me this information that I require. Oh, that is a woman of love. That is a man of love. People who we cover, when you tell them a secret, your secret is secured with them. But I'm also telling you to be careful of the secret that you're propagating. You say, Stamaka, if I'm going to marry the person, will I not tell the person my, the, my past? But you just met the guy one week ago now. You just met the lady three days ago. Your pastors, are, are, your leaders have, are not even aware that they're such a person. They, you, they have not proven themselves. To, to, to even get to the point where, oh, your pastor said, okay, that's your husband. Oh, that's your wife. You can go ahead. You people have not, you have not even started dating. You have not entered courtship where your leaders are involved, where you are spiritually guided. You have told the person the history of your life. Resist the odds. It's not necessary. It's not love. It's foolishness. Oh, I met you three days ago. It feels like I've known you for 30 years. Sister, shut up your mouth. Resist the urge to be telling everybody the story of your life. This thing has happened with 20 guys and nothing has changed. 
You see, all the guys I've been meeting, they seem to be the bad ones. You, you are the problem. They are not the problem. The way you address yourself is how you be addressed. You already addressed yourself by telling them everything bad that has happened. And it's funny how all the stories that they will always talk about are the bad things that happened to them in their previous relationship. You have sown a seed in the guy to tell him that this is how he should treat you. Because, because it's going to be wondering, okay, so all the guys you have met, why are they treating you like that? You are pulling out something from him. You will magnet the same character from the previous relationships. Why wouldn't you allow the Holy Spirit help you? Why wouldn't you allow the Holy Spirit guide you? You say you want to marry, but you are not investing time. You spend three hours on call with this guy. The last one week since you, since you met Stamaka, I feel like I've known him all my life. That is how you were feeling with all the other guys that have come and gone. Sister, the Holy Spirit is the only constant. Invest that three hours in project a message a day, in book of Proverbs review, in your affirmation for your future, and in speaking in tongues. Your life will change. The kind of people that are coming to you will change because you attract who you are, not who you want. Some of you, you deceive ladies, deceive ladies, deceive guys, deceive guys. In your mind, you are deceiving the person. Just know that in the person's mind, too, the person is deceiving you. You people will jam inside marriage. Some people that got married. You know, sometimes some people experience this. They cannot come back and tell you now. So it be for the marriage, though. They know if it come back, tell you. But they know. They know, say, I have a sister. She, she, she married a good man, but she said, she told me, she said, I married too early. My husband is good, but there are certain things that... I feel like I married the right person, but not at the right time. This and this had effect in our marriage. Some see, don't think that every wedding that trended on Bella Nanja and trended on social media, the trend is not the yastic that the marriage will last. When the marriage fails, many of them don't come back to trend it back for you. If all that you want in getting married is for your marriage to trend on social media, trend you will get. But I pray that what you are looking for will sustain your marriage. Many of you will borrow money to get married. You will borrow money. After the wedding, you are looking for money to pay your bills. Food you don't have in the house. See? <coughs> in your wedding budget, hear me singles. In your wedding budget, put food for three months. Before you get married, ensure that you have a freezer in the house. You should stock on things like you should have um, like two cartons of chicken, two cartons of fish, two cartons of turkey, two cartons as in have food in the house. It is a thing to get married. And then after the wedding, you people are hungry. Meanwhile, you spent money to impress all of us. Brothers and sisters, can you die to this impression for the world? Can we die to it? Stop trying to please man. Can you good life? Like, who cares what somebody thinks about you? If you cannot do reception, don't do it. You people should get married in church. Go with your takeaway packs. Put food, put souvenir, put water. Give them after service. You and your husband, you and your wife, you people should go to your hotel. If you want to go out on a date, go out on a date. If you want to have fun, have fun. If it is just your parents and your siblings you want to have dinner with, have dinner with them and move on. Who says you must do an, a reception? Sometimes sit yourself down and ask yourself, all these things that we are doing and we are copying, who started it? 
Who started reception? Who started the fact that you must change from wedding gown to reception dress? You have been crying now that the guy has not given you money for reception dress. But he has given you money for wedding dress. What is your problem, sister? Who are you copying? Oh, dear Lord God. Be madness in our world. Don't let it creep into your life. No matter what goes wrong in the world, hold yourself. Remember always who you are. You are not here to please man. You are here to live out your God life. And in Christianity, there's, mo there's moderation. There's moderation. Everything should be done with moderation. Don't feel the need to impress anybody. I've planned people's wedding. They did not have reception. And they are happily married. They are happily married. Ah, brothers and sisters. They wanted to get it right. Oh, I'm done reading the Rhapsody of Realities. Brothers and sisters, I started with walking in love. The Bible says, love covereth a multitude of imperfection. This person has told you the story of their life. It looks imperfect. It looks crazy. It looks like they've made a lot of mistakes. Cover for them. Cover for them. Don't go talking about them everywhere. And let me just say this, I'm going to soon begin to take actions against such people. I don't house gossipers. And dear brothers and sisters, I'm not saying that you cannot reach out to us for counsel or for guidance, right? I'm just saying that, be wise. That's why at the end of the day, know God for yourself. So even when you are reaching out for counseling, know what to say and what not to say. And let it be the spirit of God guiding you to reach out. Don't reach out just because you want to talk to somebody for one hour. Ah, talk to the Holy Ghost now. Have you read the Holy Spirit of you and you? Have you read seven things the Holy Spirit will do for you? Have you read seven things the Holy Spirit will do in you? Have you read seven spirits of God? My Lord and my God. How many of you remember our experience when we read the seven spirits of God? I remember the day Sister Harriet took her session and she was talking about, was it the spirit of might or something like that? Or was it the spirit of understanding? And she was explaining how that thing worked in her. Then there was someone that was sharing about the spirit of might, how she needed to do something. And she experienced that might to carry out the action. Brothers and sisters, these things are real. The things that we preach about, they are not inspirational speeches. They are real. Paul said, we did not come to you with corny fables and tales of men. We came to you with something that has power. It is real. It is powerful. The word of God has the ability to produce in you what he talks about. Believe it. Brothers and sisters, I want to be honest with you. I have mentors. I don't tell my mentors everything. I know things I should say and things that only me and the Holy Spirit should deal with. It ends there. I'm looking for mentorship, yes, but I'm not looking for a savior. I'm not looking for another Lord. I'm not looking for another father, and, and, and another God. Don't make gods out of your leaders. Don't make gods out of your, out of your, your mentors. Don't make gods 
house of people. Let God be God. Don't give those, don't make a God out of your husband, wives. Many of you wives, your husband is not able to come home anymore because you are, you are, you are. Oh, I'm done. And I pray that you understand. I just pray that you do. These are not things that we talk about on a daily, on, on a normal day. But inspired by the words for people who want to mature and live their, their best life in Christ. If you want the truth, you will hear it here. If you don't want to hear the truth, you will not be able to stay. And the problem is that go from place to place, place to place. The same pattern is what we play out. If you got, get angry and live inspired by the word, the next place you find yourself, something will get you angry again and you will leave. You are like a vagabond, not finding rest. No rest for your soul, no rest for your mind, no satisfaction for this appetite, this unnecessary, un um, I, I, I don't know what to call it. It's a Sunday. Over to you. God bless you all. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for our offerings today. They're blessed and sanctified by your Holy Spirit, acceptable unto you and good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. Men are blessed children today. Oh, they increase in financial prosperity. They increase in greatness. Thank you, Lord. It is so in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Inye. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Rights segment. Wow. Wisdom. Good morning, good afternoon, good everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the, to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I will start with the further studies. Praise the Lord. Moment, please. Third John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Ephesians 3.17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye be rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ with passionate knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the prayer together. Dear Father, thank you for guiding me by your sweet Holy Spirit in the way of love, righteousness, and true holiness. The more I know you, Lord, the more I understand and seek your establishment of your righteousness in the earth and in the hearts of men. Thank you for your love that is revealed in and through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament children for today's devotion. And I was, we are still in the book of Acts chapter 15 from 36. Praise the Lord. After a few days of this, Paul said to Barnabas, 
let's go back and visit all our friends, each of in each of the towns. Here we preach the word of God. Let's see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John along. The John nicknamed Mark, but Paul wouldn't have him. He wasn't about to take along a quitter who, as soon as the going got stuff, had jumped ship on them in Pamphylia. Tempers fled, and they ended up going their separate ways. Wow. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cy Cyprus, Portugal, Silas, and offered up by their friends to the grace of the master. Went to Syria and Cilicia to put grace in those congregations. Chapter 16. Caption. A dream gave Paul his map. Paul came first to Deb, then Lystra. He found a disciple there by the name of Timothy, son of a devout Jewish mother and Greek father. Friends in Lystra and Iconium all said what a fine young man he was. Paul wanted to recruit him for their mission, but first took him aside and circumcised him so he wouldn't offend the Jews who lived in those parts. They all knew that his father was Greek. As he traveled from town to town, he presented the simple guidelines the Jerusalem apostles and leaders had come up with that turned out to be most helpful. Day after day, the congregations became stronger in faith and larger in size. They went to Phagia and then through the region of Galatia, their plan was to turn west into Asia. Asia province, but the Holy Spirit blocked that route. So they went to Mysia and tried to go north by Bithynia. But the Spirit of Jesus wouldn't let them go there either. Proceeding on through Mysia, they went down to the sea port Tras. That night, Paul had a dream. The Macedonians stood on the far shore and called across the sea, come over to Macedonia and help us. The dream gave Paul his map. He went to work at once, getting things ready to cross over to Macedonia. All the prizes had come to, all the pieces had come together. We knew now for sure that God has called us to preach the good news to the Europeans. Putting out from the lake harbor at Tras, we made a straight run for Samotras. The next day, we tied up at New City and walked from there to Philippi, the main city in that part of Macedonia, and even more importantly, a Roman colony. We lingered there several days. On the Sabbath, we left the city and went down along the river. Where, we've had, where we had there was to be a prayer meeting. We took our place with the women who had gathered there and talked with them. One woman, Lydia from Titaria and in Dila in expensive towns, known to be God-fearing woman. As she listened with intensity to what was being said, the master gave her a trusting heart and she believed. After she was baptized, along with any, everyone with her household, she said in a surge of hospitality, if you are confident that I'm in this with you and believe in the master truly, come home with me and be my guest. We hesitated but she wouldn't take no for an answer. Praise the Lord. Let's come to the end of today's New Testament reading. I say big thank you, Mr. Tamaka, for the opportunity. Thank you again for the Rasul Authority segments. Thank you, Pastor Andy, for sharing the scripture on your screen. 
Do have a happy, prolific Sunday, everybody. God bless you. I love you. We love you too, esteemed Pastor Nye. <clears throat> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to start by thanking the esteemed Sister Maka for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our one-year Bible study. Thank you so much, Ma, for an amazing rhapsody exhortation and corrections of the spirit. Thank you, Pastor Ndapandula, for sharing your screen. So today we'll be concluding on the book of Esther. <clears throat> um, prior to this time, we had been reading how um, Esther became the queen um, because of Queen Ashti's offense to the king, how Haman had plotted to kill all the Jews, and Haman was hung on the same gallows that he had built to um, hang Mordecai. And now we conclude on the book of Esther. We'll be reading Esther chapters 8 to 10 today. Glory to God. Esther chapter 8. That same day, King Xerxes gave Queen Esther the estate of Haman, arch enemy of the Jews. And Mordecai came before the king because Esther had explained their relationship. The king took off his signet ring, which he had taken back from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. Esther appointed Mordecai over Haman's estate. Then Esther again spoke to the king, falling at his feet, begging him with tears to counter the evil of Haman, the Agagites and revoked the plan that he had plotted against the Jews. The king extended his gold scepter to Esther. She got to her feet and stood before the king. She said, if it please the king, and he regards me with favor and thinks this is right, and if he has any affection for me at all, let an order be written that cancels the bulletins authorizing the plan of Haman, son of Hamedata the Agagite, to annihilate the Jews in all the king's provinces. How can I stand to see this catastrophe wipe out my people? How can I bear to stand by and watch the massacre of my own relatives? King Xerxes said to Queen Esther and Mordecai the Jew, I've given Haman's estate to Esther, and he's been hanged on the gallows because he attacked the Jews. So go ahead now and write whatever you decide on behalf of the Jews. Then seal it with the signet ring, an order written in the king's name and sealed with his signet ring is irrevoc irrevocable. So the king's secretaries were brought in on the, on the 23rd day of the third month, the month of Sivan. And the order regarding the Jews was written word for word as Mordecai dictated and was addressed to the satraps, governors and officials of the provinces from India to Ethiopia, 127 provinces in all, to each province in its own script and each people in their own language, including the Jews in their script and language. He wrote under the name of King Xerxes and sealed the order with the royal signet ring. <clears throat> He sent out the bulletins by couriers on horseback, riding the fastest royal steeds bred 
from the royal stored. The king's order authorized the Jews in every city to arm and defend themselves to the death, killing anyone who threatened them or their women and children and confiscating for themselves anything owned by their enemies. The day set for this in all King Xerxes provinces was the 13th day of the 12th month, the month of Adar. The order, was <clears throat> the order was posted in public places in each province so everyone could read it, authorizing the Jews to be prepared on that day to avenge themselves on their enemies. The couriers fired up by the king's order, raced off on their royal horses. At the same time, the order was posted in the palace complex, complex of Susa. Mordecai walked out of the king's presence wearing a royal robe of violet and white, a huge gold crown, and a purple cape of fine linen. The city of Susa exploded with joy. For Jews, it was all good times and laughter. They celebrated, they were honored. It was that way all over the country, in every province, every city, when the king's bulletin was posted. The Jews took to the streets in celebration, cheering and feasting. Not only that, but many non-Jews became Jews. Now it was dangerous not to be a Jew. Brother, but I, Manuel, I just want to make a proclamation here that this thing will be what will happen in our time. All those, <clears throat> excuse me, all those who are fighting the church, they will be victims of their evil plots. And like he said in this place, it will be dangerous not to be a Christian. Everybody would want to be a Christian. We will see this happen in our own time. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you so much. Go ahead. Amen. On the, third, <clears throat> on the 13th day of the 12th month, the month of Adar, the king's order came into effect. This was the very day that the enemies of the Jews had planned to overpower them. But the tables were now turned. The Jews overpowered those who hated them. The Jews had gathered in the cities throughout King Xerxes' provinces to lay hands on those who were seeking their ruin. Not one man was able to stand up against them. Fear made cowards of them all. What's more, all the government officials, satraps, governors, everyone who worked for the king, actually helped the Jews because of Mordecai. They were afraid of him. Mordecai by now was a power in the palace. As Mordecai became more and more powerful, his reputation had grown in all the provinces. So the Jews finished off all their enemies with the sword, slaughtering them right and left, and did as they pleased to those who hated them. In the palace complex of Susa, the Jews massacred 500 men. They also killed the 10 sons of Haman, son of Hamedatha, the arch enemy of the Jews. Pashandatha, Aspatha, Adalia, Pamashta, Aridia, Dalphon, Poratha, Aridatha, Arisai, Vizata. Those were the 10 sons of Haman, the arch enemy of the Jews. But they took no plunder. That day, when it was all over, the number of those killed in the palace complex was given to the king. 
the king told Queen Esther, in the palace complex alone, here in Susa, the Jews have killed 500 men, plus Haman's 10 sons. Think of the killing that must have been done <laughs> in the rest of the provinces. What else do you want? Name it and it's yours. <laughs> oh, wow. Your wish is my command. If it please the king, by the way, that is love expressed. <laughs> Glory to God. If it please the king, Queen Esther responded, give the Jews of Susa permission to extend the terms of the order another day and have the bodies of Haman's 10 sons hanged in public display on the gallows. The king commanded it. The order was extended. The bodies of Haman's ten sons were publicly hanged. The Jews in Susa went at it again. On the 14th day of Adar, they killed another 300 men in Susa. But again, they took no plunder. They took no plunder. They took no plunder. Meanwhile, in the rest of the king's provinces, the Jews had organized and defended themselves, freeing themselves from oppression. You have to free yourself, oh, free yourself from oppression. On the 13th day of the month of Adar, they killed 75,000 of those who hated them, but did not take any plunder. The next day, the 14th day, they took it easy and celebrated with much food and laughter. But in Susa, since the Jews had banded together on both the 13th and 14th days, they made the 15th their holiday for laughing and feasting. This accounts for why Jews living out in the country in the royal villages remember the 14th day of Adar for celebration, their day for parties and the exchange of gifts. Mordecai wrote all these down and sent copies to all the Jews in all King Xerxes' provinces, regardless of distance, calling for an annual celebration on the 14th and 15th days of Adar as the occasion when Jews got relief from their enemies, the month in which their sorrow turned to joy, mourning somersaulted into a holiday for parties and fun and laughter their sending and receiving of presents and of giving gifts to the poor. And they did it. What started, what started then became a tradition, continuing the practice of what Mordecai had written to them. Haman, son of Hamidatar, the Agagite, the arch enemy of all Jews, had schemed to destroy all Jews. He had cast the poor, the lot, to throw them into a panic and destroy them. But when Queen Esther intervened with the king, he gave written orders that the evil scheme that Haman had worked out should, should boomerang back on his own head. He and his sons were hanged in the gallows. That's why these days are called Purim, from the word poor or lot. Therefore, because of everything written in this letter and because of all that they have been through, the Jews agreed to continue. It became a tradition for them, their children and all future converts to remember these two days every year 
on the specified dates set down in the letter. These days are to be remembered and kept by every single generation, every last family, every province and city. These days of Purim must never be neglected among the Jews. The memory of them must never die out among their descendants. Queen Esther, the daughter of Abihail, backed Mordecai the Jew, using her full queenly authority in this second Purim letter to endorse and ratify what he wrote. Calming and reassuring letters went out to all the Jews throughout the 127 provinces of Zexis' kingdom to fix these days of Purim, <clears throat> their assigned place on the calendar, dates set by Mordecai Jew, what they had agreed to for themselves and their descendants regarding their fasting and mourning. Esther's word confirmed the tradition of Purim and was written in the book. King Xerxes imposed taxes from one end of his empire to the other. For the rest of it, King Xerxes' extensive accomplishments, along with a detailed account of the brilliance of Mordecai, whom the king had, promit, had promoted, that's all written in the chronicles of the kings of Media and Persia. Mordecai the Jew ranked second in command to King Xerxes. He was popular among the Jews and greatly respected by them. He worked hard for the good of his people. Oh, glory to God. He cared for the peace and prosperity of his race. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. <laughs> Once again, I would like to thank the esteemed Sister Makama for this great opportunity. I'm the number one person who has been blessed in reading this Old Testament. <laughs> Thank you so very much, Ma, for the many opportunities. I'll now hand over to the esteemed Brother Martins for the affirmation and communion segment. <clears throat> Do have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you. God bless you too, Brother Emmanuel. Thank you so much for that Old Testament read. Firstly, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Mr. for this great privilege. And thank you for the Rhapsody of Realities exhortation. Thank you so much, Ma. We're going into the affirmation segment, and the affirmation is on the screen. We'll be affirming I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. We're making this affirmation five times this morning. Praise God. Remember, this affirmation will be taking it. We take it a hundred times a day, a hundred times. So at your private times, do your best possible to take the remaining 95 times. Praise God forevermore. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Praise God, praise God, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going into the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from the book of First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Hallelujah. 
For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the bread we break this day. The communion of the... Praise God. The communion of the body of Christ. Lord, as we break this bread, we are firm that we will never be broken in life. We are firm that we are one with you, spirit, soul, and body. We are joined to you. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. After the same manner, I also took the cup when he has stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This is the year as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Shakatala baduri and tijalamandia. On the screen, you find an affirmation you make this morning. Declare, Father, I thank you for the body of Jesus that was broken for me so that I will never be broken. Seek, weak, or defeated. Thank you for his blood that was shed for the remission of my sins, by which I have become a partaker and distributor of the divine life. Even now in the name of the Lord cancerous group, infirmity, can thrive or survive in my body. I am healthy, vibrant, strong, and perfect in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Go ahead and take the cup now. Oh, Shabakura, Barian, Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Lord, we give you praise, we thank you. To your reign and dominion, there is no end. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Maka for this great privilege. And thank you to all our amazing co-hosts. At this point, I can hand over to esteem Pastor Deborah. Praise God forevermore. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you, a simple host. Glory to God, glory to God. Morning once again, and it's the celebration segment. Today is the 2nd of July, 2023. Hallelujah. If it's your birthday, the birthday of a loved one, a special event, a special occasion, you would like for us to celebrate with you, please quickly come to the chat room and tell us about it so we can celebrate with you. Hallelujah. Also. If this is your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, please quickly come to the chat room. Let us know your full name, what state or city you're connected from. If you're connected from within Nigeria, if you're connected from outside Nigeria, do let us know the name of the country. And of course, who invited you? 
so we can welcome you specially. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Any birthdays, any birthdays, 2nd of July, 2023. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Okay. So we have a birthday. Mommy says today is my birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, ma'am. Happy birthday. We celebrate you today. So Vanessa says yesterday was my younger brother's birthday. His name is Daniel Iwenya. Happy birthday to him. Sister Brielle says today is my husband's birthday. His name is Paul Follepak Conste. Happy, happy birthday to your husband. Sister Camus says today is my best friend's birthday. Her name is Sister Statin Stantia. Okay, Sister Stantia, happy, happy birthday to Sister Stantia. Polyphi Queen Rosebond says, it's my friend's birthday. Her name is Sister Lillian. Happy, happy birthday. Yes, Sister Lillian. Glory, glory, glory to God. Lato sevidon gradeso patalama bela ko redi sufrene gizobala ke zuzene kodabaya. Oh, la basa takabaya la basoto ko brada kabasoti. Le do fredi komongra disto branda kabalada bashata. Aliko shivanshana mangre destaha. Oh, yes. These ones are blessed, blessed, blessed beyond measure. Is there a season of joy? We joy, they draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Oh, glory to God. Lako bashata kabaya. Yes, we thank you for mommy. She's blessed. Hallelujah. Immensely. Likora bashata kabaya. Is a season of joy unspeakable. Londo Fradegaba, Satakabaya Lava Sataya, resource control, well transfer, Laro Sabaka, Shekele Mandekebaya. Oh, blessed be God, blessed be God, Leko Baradaba Sataya. Yes, hallelujah. And their testimonies are going to be grace, 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 hallelujah, even in this year of the prolific church. Glory to God. Father, we thank you, O God. We exalt your name and we celebrate this once in your presence today. Thank you, precious Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Sister Vanessa's brother is Dan David. Sorry, not Daniel. Happy, happy birthday once again. We celebrate you all and we love you all so, so dearly. Praise God, praise God forevermore. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. I'd like to pray for Mommy Chinere. Mommy Chinyere is one of our intercessors. Um, you know, she's um, one very inspiring mother, grandmother that's in the house. You know, it's amazing how we have mothers and grandmothers who are so, so consistent in some of the key things that we do here. You find them in every devotion. And when we're having prayers, intercession, they are ever present. You you barely ever have to look for them. They are consistent. They are constant. And Momichinuri is one of them. So today that we celebrate her birthday, we pray for her. As a grandmother, she has desires concerning her children, concerning her grandchildren. She has expectations how they should turn out 
what they should believe in and the path that they should go, especially because she has a knowledge of the truth of God's word at this time. And today we pray that as a birthday present, her heart desires are not just granted her, they are exceeded. Her expectations are exceeded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. She would return with testimonies in the next few days. Her prayers of many years for her children, her prayers, the words of prophecies and proclamations that she has made concerning different matters of life and family, of ministry and of business. She's seen the fruits even now. It's harvest time for her. It's a reign of harvest in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Happy birthday, mommy. We love you so much. We love you so, so much. And we're grateful to God for the gift of you. Thank you, Ma. Thank you so much, Ma. All right, Pastor Deborah, I think that we can round off. Praise God. Thank you so much, Ma. All right, so we're going to um, kindly meet our master and share the grace of fellowship. Remember, today is communion service with our dear mother, God, has the priest, and we are fasting, praying, and fasting. Do participate in every prayer segment today. Thank you so much. Let's kindly meet our master and share the grace of fellowship. Thank you.